This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, episode 118, recorded February 17th, 2008. Welcome to TF Wire, the Transformers Podcast Weekend Review. I am Spada, and I am joined by Ryan. Hello. Bonjour. From the great white north. Great cold and, white north. And we are coming at you live this Sunday before episode number 118, the Toy Fair Edition. Alright, we're talking about uh, Episode 9, Along Came a Spider of the TF Animated Series. This has been a highly anticipated episode, and I gotta say, I think it delivered. I was not as in love with it as a lot of other people, and I suppose... There were some problems with it. I suppose we'll get into why now. (laughs) Yes. Well, first off, I'd like to mention that Sari had abuse of key in this episode, but at the very end... It was kind of hinted at that we might not be seeing the key used as much. We can only hope. Yeah, we can only hope. It's not the key that bothered me in this, just for whatever reason. I was glad we got an Alita 1 for the first time, basically since Generation 1. We saw her in the comics Mm -hmm. once in a while since then, but aside from that, absolutely nothing. But I don't know, for whatever reason, the backstory just ended up ringing hollow, for lack of a better term, to me. For me, it wasn't too bad. The fact that we got to see uh, a Cybertron form for Sentinel Prime was cool. Um, I wanted to see her alt mode, initially, but I don't understand. Was Was she like Mega Man or something? She would just touch someone and absorb their power? Yeah, it was she. That was her power. We seem to have. Most Transformers seem to have some sort of power. Optimus has grappling hooks. Ratchet has the sort of gravity and EMP, that kind of thing. And I guess, yeah, hers is just sort of. Yeah, Mega Man's absorb bosses she defeats, I guess. And Sentinel has that shield of awesome. Yeah, that would probably come in pretty handy. Um, yeah, the regular Captain America Super Shield. But uh, another thing I I thought was a little weird is, I thought they said that her powers didn't work on organics. Yet, and this is a spoiler to you folks, uh, she became the way she is by turning on her power, and then she got bit. By the spiders? Yeah, supposedly, by these giant supposedly the venom, the venom infused her or something. Okay. Science has never so, been a strong suit of Transformers. So her power that doesn't work on organics all of a sudden works. And then she started to inflate like some steroidal super beast. I could make a terrible joke about women in general, but, you know, I'd like to keep my teeth. Yes, um... I'm sure Night Stalker would find out where you live and come hurt you. Amongst others. Yes. But yeah, for me, 
the ending just sort of fell flat. She just sort of leaves and says, oh, I can't trust Autobots, especially you, Optimus, and then goes off in a corner and cries for whatever reason. And it just seemed, I don't know, a little abrupt or... Yeah, um... Yeah. I can't... I think... I have a strange feeling that she's kind of really messed up in the head. And I think maybe... I honestly think that was a result of her plugging the key into herself. Well, it is true that the key seems to mess up everything it touches. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Such as the plot. But I didn't find the yeah. key all that overused either. For whatever reason, it didn't annoy me this time around. It wasn't as annoying, but the fact that at the end of the episode they said, uh, maybe I should hold off on using it so much... And if that holds true, I mean, if, like, for the rest of the series she barely uses it at all, I will be impressed. I do think, too, we're seeing the, or more of the dynamic that we already could have picked out going along in that the sort of kid-friendly stuff is always going to be done by Bulkhead and Bumblebee and Sorry. Yeah. And any time we get sort of an adult or more mature sort of storyline, it's going to involve Ratchet, Prowl, and... Potentially Optimus, who's sort of in the fence, or on the fence between the two sides. Now, one thing that really kind of irritated me was, when Bulkhead had his costume, he found a fumigation (laughs) tent. That little bit of um, dust and, I guess it was poison that was floating around around him? I kept hoping he poisoned Sari. That did not happen. Yeah, it just didn't happen, and I really wish that... uh, well, the thing that really disturbed me was that stuff is lethal. I mean, that stuff can overtake you within minutes. If she was that close, she would be dead. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just now have this vision of Bulkhead walking down the street and all the seagulls, pigeons, birds, everything are falling out of the sky. <laughs> he walks pa- walks past some children who are trick-or-treating and they immediately and fall over. And they just over. keel over. <laughs> That would be awesome. There's a special place in hell for my scripts if I had written any of these shows. <laughs> that would have been hysterical. <laughs> I would have I would have to give the episode a perfect rating if any of that had happened. <laughs> oh. All right. O- overall, um, though, it was still pretty solid. I've, obviously, yes. the episodes involving any of the Decepticons or Bounty Hunters or anything, any Seemed other Transformers be have been by far much stronger than anything yes. else we've gotten. Uh, do you know what we have coming up next week? I do not. I was just ecstatic that this was actually broadcast at the same time as the U.S. finally. I think next week is... I want to say next week's Headmaster. I could be wrong. Hold on. Let the and, clicking uh, begin. Yeah, click, 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 click. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> Cartoon Network is just full of just like, pop, 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 pop. Yeah, it's not the most friendly sites, whether you're an adult or a child. I've, I will say that for them. Oy. It sort of goes along with how they've marketed everything one way or the other. I mean, the toys coming out in June still makes zero sense whatsoever when you've got the show doing well right now. Yeah, I do not understand that. It reminds me a lot of the series as well, actually, that for every sort of step forward they take, they manage to find a way to take another one back. I can see that. 
And it doesn't seem to be liking Firefox right now. There's an episode next week, so there we go. <laughs> yeah, there's an episode next week. Um, somebody please let us know, because the Cartoon Network site isn't happy. Neither are we. No. It is not a happy place. It is not a happy place. There, Jesse, you wanted a... Uh... Jesse wanted a little clip, voice clip for me there. Use that one. <laughs> uh, he's not getting any for me. All right. <clears throat> All right. Moving away from the animated and diving right into Toy Fair. What, there was news this week? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, just a little bit of no- no- noise. A little bit of noise and news. Um, okay, because I haven't been paying have... attention, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna start with uh, just you know Toy Fair is starting. It's from the 17th, or actually this in this case the 16th, through uh, next Tuesday. And Hasbro was up first with the Transformers. That's what they started off with. Good choice, guys. Well, there was almost there were almost no movie figures from what I saw, which is unsurprising. <clears throat> I mean, the line seems to be sort of dying down, and it's a completely different aesthetic between the animated and the movie figures. So I think running both yes. at the same time would just sort of take take away from one and the other. So it, yes, it's better right. this way. You are completely right, my friend. But um, we got a lot of news here. All the major outlets are covering it. Um, probably the best one, I think, is ASM. They have the best pictures. AllSpark has the best news. TFW has the best crashes of their website. And T-Formers gets nothing right. Well, Wizard has to be added in there, too. Uh, they had some <clears throat> a lot of the same shots yes. we've seen as well. Yes, they had a lot of... They had a lot of the... Uh, they had a lot of good stuff. And Cybertron.com, I was actually surprised. They have all the official figure pictures, which is weird. I have no idea how they got a hold of those. Who knows? They probably hacked the website. Yeah, they may have been released to them. Who knows? We can, Who knows? We can hope. But uh, all the classic figures were there, and uh, I'm after seeing Power Glide in real life, I'm totally digging Power Glide. I really want that figure. But he looks enormous. I mean, he looks just absolutely huge, as does Onslaught. Well, the Onslaught figure is still the one I want, although I do have to reference this on the cast, and that is, who the hell posed this figure? He <laughs> looks like he should be walking into a building because he's too dumb to turn away. Yeah, he... For the people... for fo- Check out the pictures on all the different sites. He's got his hands just pointing straight up over his head, and he's looking like, Ooh, me! Pass the football to me! <laughs> with a big shield. <laughs> yeah, with a big shield. But uh, from the universe, we also have a very interesting uh, announcement. Not so much an announcement as, Hey guys, look at this new figure. It's Universe Galvatron. And it looks good. Brand new mold. (laughs) He's going to be a deluxe class figure. He is a tank. He's a gray tank and turns into a purple and gray robot. And he's got the classic orange cannon thing on his arm. And this one looks good, at least to me, anyway. I really like the look of the figure. I do want to see how he... I want him to essentially be the same size as uh, Megatron in the Classics line, uh, 
But as I'd, I've said on the forums and on this podcast, we don't really know what the designations mean anymore. Some of the deluxes are the same size as some of the Voyagers we've gotten. Yeah. So I'm not too worried about that, but I really like the look of it. I mean, I'll be picking that one up as the second I see him somewhere. I like the look of it. I really do. Um, my only concern is that I think he's going to be a shell former. Because if you look at his robot mode versus his um, tank mode... It looks like he's mostly shell. I could be wrong. You know, this could be just uh, me looking at the figure and being completely and totally utterly wrong. I think it depends on when he's released, too. I think of the classics so far, to be honest, because of the relative obscurity of the character, you're looking at Octane slash Tankor being the chief shelf warmer. It happened with Astro Train, true. I mean, not not a bad figure, but you could find him everywhere here. He's not necessarily, same, when you say Transformers, here. nobody goes, oh man, Octane and Astro Train. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I wish they had gone with a different, since we're getting Blitzwing in animated, they had to go with another triple changer Decepticon, so they had to go with Octane. But it wouldn't have hurt them to, I don't know, be a little original? And maybe come up with an original figure that wasn't G1? You're talking about the same company that repaints every Optimus Prime figure we get six or seven times. This is true. This is true. Although we'll get to that later. (laughs) Also, in the Classics line, we get two new figures, and I use the term new in quotes... We get Blaster and Heavy Load. Blaster comes to us as a repaint of Cybertron Soundwave, and Heavy Load comes to us as a repaint of Cybertron Quick Mix. I don't know why they bothered with the Soundwave mold, because that is an absolutely horrible figure. Yeah, it was definitely not my first choice in terms of if I wanted to see somebody repainted from that line. The thing I don't get is these two are like the two... Least enjoyable figures from the line. Quick Mix isn't a bad figure. It was a shelf warmer here. I but, don't know. I only ever saw him once. I never saw him more than once, and that was the one time I bought him. That's because they were all in Ottawa. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Every one of them, apparently, then. Oh, but wow. yeah, the the blaster figure, eh, I don't know. The colors just don't do it for me either, for whatever reason. Yeah, the colors are just weird. It, I mean, that black just does not work. And I think the red and yellow of the original just sort of don't, I don't know, they just don't fit this figure, this mold. I really wish they had tried it, or maybe even, even if they had tried to sort of remold it a little, I think it would have been an improvement. Yes, they really should have remolded the head. At the I very... really think they should have remolded the head. Yeah, it looks like it's on a swivel in some of the pictures they've got of him, too. It's really... Well, no, it's actually mistransformed. Oh, how surprising. Mine looked like this as well. But, and this isn't even in the directions. The The head is connected on a ball joint to a piece of plastic that's on a hinge. You actually have to lift that hinge forward and push it down. And it's really hard to do, and most of the times I just didn't bother doing it, but it makes the figure look so much better because the head doesn't look like it's just sitting on a post. Yeah, that's what it looks like in a few of their pictures. 
I think that's it for new figures we saw at uh, Toy Fair. I do want to mention one thing quickly, and that is uh, Blanditron, or uh, Prowl, as you people call him. Uh, He actually looks better painted. Uh, It looks a little less blah. I still think he's probably the weakest of the classics lineup. I I agree with you. He, He still looks weak compared to the rest of the lineup, but he does look better when you see him in in real life as opposed to against a white background. Yeah, and we'll see what he looks like in package soon enough. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Blaster also comes with a little birdie. I forgot to mention that. His own laser beak. Yeah, his own orange laser beak. But uh, they both come with minicons. I'm totally digging the larger guys. Oh, Sunstreaker. He looks good, except for the fact that they didn't finish painting his head. At, Did you at notice least that? they transformed him reasonably close to correct this time. Yes. But yeah, in yes. the actual, uh, most of the pictures actually I've seen, yeah, they just didn't get around to it, or might be their quality control in action again. We touched on their painting, yeah. their painting problems last week. Yeah, I just don't think all these all these characters are painted f- to f- to be. I don't think they're all done yet. I think they're all still in prototype form. But those are the classics. Uh, I'll still be picking these up, except for the two repaints. I have no interest in them whatsoever. And no, Jesse, I'm not going to buy them. Uh, also released are some new Legends figures. They are repaints of older Legends figures. We've got repaints of. Uh, energy, or I'm sorry, Cybertron Hotshot, Thundercracker, and Red Alert into characters I really don't care about. Yeah, hooray. Yeah, moving Th- on. That's as much time as uh, they get. Yeah, moving on, we also got some new Robot Heroes figures. So those are uh, super cute. We've got a two-pack of Black Arachne and Cheetor, a two-pack of RC and Rumble, Two pack of Waspinator and Rhinox, and then some and one other new two pack of uh, what looks like Prime and Megatron from Beast Wars. Yeah, there's a Hound, a uh, picture of Hound, and I think Blitzwing yeah. as well. Blitzwing, yep. And there's also Rat Trap and Tarantulas, and what looks like Galvatron and Sunstreaker. Now I thought I saw the Galvatron and Sunstreaker in a store somewhere. I have not seen them yet here. Uh, I mean, I don't pick the, them up. Actually, my girlfriend buys all of the robot heroes, and she likes them. So they're, I don't know, they're good little figures. Yeah, they're great for putting on your monitors. Yeah. Okay, that's it for those guys. Moving on to animated. We have a ton of animated news and figures. We have all the all the animated figures showed up that we know about already. Plus, we got some new stuff with Oil Slick. It's a green motorcycle with a cow head on it that transforms into the lankiest figure <laughs> of the line. We also have... Uh, we've all, it, he, the toy wasn't at Toy Fair, but the picture surfaced of, of Jazz, who looks awesome... He is a good-looking figure. It reminds me a lot of uh, the Lockdown one, but it still really works. Yeah, it looks really, really good. Uh, I'm totally digging the, the look. And he has nunchucks. 
So cool. We also got to see Soundwave as well for the first time. Yes, and Ratchet painted for the first time. And we also get uh, Black Arachnia's robot mode fully painted Yes, as yes. well. Uh, I have to complain about the Black Arachnia figure. Uh-oh. Her spider mode has so much robot kibble in it, it's just like... I don't think I'll have her in spider mode ever. It's kind of interesting, because you'd figure with a mode like that, the robot would have more spider kibble, but they've managed to go the other way. Yeah, and the robot mode looks good. I like the robot mode. It just looks so fragile, though, in both modes. I don't know if that's just me. Well, you mentioned Oil or... Slick as being lanky. This one's pretty yeah. pretty close as well. I have to admit, it's one of the things I haven't liked uh, about the series in general, too, is I like my robots looking big and tough. These guys look like, you know, a group of human army men could beat the snot out of them in a lot of cases. I'm not saying they have to be giant bricks like G1, but, you know... They they don't seem to be proportioned correctly, but with a spider and a a chopper motorcycle, that's really hard to make a proportion like that. And plus, the funny thing, the thing I find really funny is Lockdown... He's a deluxe class figure. His vehicle mode is just huge, nasty. I mean, it just looks awesome. Yeah. Then his robot mode is freaking huge. I suggest everybody take a look at the video that uh, Opti- Optibotamus put out about the size comparisons between Lockdown and all the other figures. I mean... Deluxe Bumblebee comes up to Lockdown's crotch in Robot Well, mode. we get to see a lot of the size comparisons as well in the different Toy Fair yes. pictures, especially yes. the ones a little further away. Uh, out of everybody that we saw, the new figures, I definitely like Jazz. Uh, I like what we've seen of the Dinobots as well, but I'm going to have to say that the Soundwave one is the one that impresses me the most so far. I just... I... I want, you know, I'm willing to go out and buy a Scion XB and paint it to look exactly like Sandwave. I, sh- I look at some of the robot form, and yeah, maybe it's a little bulky. I know some people are going to complain about that, but I don't know. It just really works for me. They can shut up. <laughs> Those complainers can just shut up. And the fact that he comes with a giant guitar that turns into laser beak is just great. I'm interested in seeing how that's uh, incorporated on the show. Hopefully well. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to him showing up in the show. I just I I don't know why. I just absolutely love that figure. Now, you mentioned the Dinobots. They were not at Toy Fair, but we did get a painted picture of Slag. I gotta say, I'm really digging that figure now. He's the only one, if I remember correctly, that we've seen uh, we've seen fully painted now, or at least what we besides think is fully the, painted. Besides the uh, TV form of Grimlock. Yes. But yeah, this swag looks pretty good. Um, I don't know where to begin with it. <laughs> I I I'm, like the figure a lot. Uh, if Soundwave wasn't. Yeah. You know, if we didn't see pictures of that, Slag would probably be my pick. Absolutely. Uh, totally, totally loving the pick and the figure. He He's modeled in mostly gray with red highlights and with red and gold highlights. It's interesting, too, because the accessories as well are sort of close to the same color scheme, and they don't look cheap. Uh, we've been... No, they don't. Yeah, we've been nickel and dimed a few times over the years with some cheap accessories, but I like the look. 
Now, it could be the one picture that I have. I have a feeling that he's going to be... His robot mode in the picture that I have is very, very dark. He's a very muted color palette. But then you go over to the bot, or the beast mode, and it's much, much brighter. So I'm thinking that the cameraman sucks. Somebody forgot to use a flash. <laughs> yeah, somebody forgot to use a flash. But one thing I've, I've noticed is with both... Um, Grimlock and Slag, I have a feeling they both have flame weapons, because if you remember in the cartoon when the Dinobots first showed up, Grimlock had that flaming sword. It looks like Slag is going to have a flaming club. Yeah, and that's in addition to any sort of flamethrowers they get in the beast mode. Yeah. And we have yet to see a toy version of Swoop's robot or beast mode. I'm assuming it's coming later, but yeah, you never know. Yeah, we got some drawings of the beast mode in the uh, pictures from last week for yep. the animated series, but we haven't seen much of the toys. Nope. Hopefully soon, because we are closing in on the mystical supposed June release date. It looks like Slag actually has a more complicated transformation than I originally thought. I'm just looking at it kind of boggling my mind over, okay, wait a minute, this doesn't look quite right. <laughs> But, hey, um, I, I'm really excited for a lot of these figures. Unfortunately, we're not getting a lot of them till closer to Christmas. Because Hasbro admitted that the first wave is going to be the dual pack of Prime and Megatron, Voyager Megatron, Voyager Starscream, and Voyager Bulkhead, and then the deluxes that we've already seen. Prime, Bumblebee, Ratchet, Lockdown... And prowl. Yeah, which I also... I'd, I think this is a mistake again, too, by them, because if everything keeps going according to plan, we may see the movie line starting up right around that same same yep. time frame as well. And yep. they just... I don't know. The marketing on this has just been really poor so far, so hopefully they can get their act together and keep the two lines away from each other. And, you know, it, it really is amazing because the uh, demand for these figures is crazy right now. Like, I can't... Every store I've been into is fully stocked of the movie stuff. Nobody's buying them. Yeah, everyone's waiting on the next... on the first wave of animated, which, again, I hate to keep harping on this, but, you know, why not get it? have it out there now? I really, really wonder if, by BotCon time... We've got figures. I really have to wonder. But the one thing that I've heard over and over again is that all the toys that were at Toy Fair are prototypes, which kind of scares me a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, at this point, I'm assuming they've got to have some of these done. And obviously, the first wave, there's quite a few because we're seeing them just showing up on eBay by the truckload. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on a little bit. We've also got some more figures. We've got we got to look at Rollout Prime, which is the $49.99 figure. Uh Allspark was kind enough to put up some videos on YouTube and I put the link to those videos somewhere in the forums. I can't remember where. I believe it's in your Toy Fair in the pinned uh, Toy Fair 2008 Thank thread. You. Yes, you're right. It is in there. Thank you. Um, it's in there. I strongly take 
recommend going to take a look at it. The Rollout Prime is probably the biggest jip of a figure I have ever seen. I'm really glad somebody agrees with me. I am not impressed with it at all. For forty is a total for forty nine ninety nine you could get <gasps> Ultimate Bumblebee nowadays, and I actually think sadly that might be a better deal. Um, I'm saying no simply because I hate the Bumblebee figure, but that's just me. The way this works is you have him in robot mode, and I think you have to flip a switch on the front of his grill to activate it, but you just roll him along, and the to- and the cab part of the vehicle mode starts spinning around and slowly but surely reveals the robot, and then you just drop the legs down. Yeah, that's not a transformation. That's bullshit. We've used to pay in the '80s. Used to pay about ten bucks for figures that had the equivalent of those. <laughs> of that yeah, type there's of a, feature. There were, there were actually there were actually figures back in the early '90s. They were called the Auto Rollers. Everybody loved those. <sighs> yeah, this uh, I don't understand this at all. I mean, it's at the same price as something like Leader Prime or Leader Brawl. And yeah, it's, it's just it's not more worth expensive it. than the leaders. It's more expensive because the leaders are what thirty or forty dollars. Well, if you wait, you can find them on sale for even less too. So yeah, yeah. This I'm not liking this one at all. I would would much rather have a leader prime or a Voyager. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of leader figures, uh, it's been announced that leader bulkhead, which we saw. Which was leaked a few... Well, wasn't it last week or a week before it was leaked? Yeah, we mentioned... Well, we've got a f- We mentioned news about it last week, but we got pictures yeah. this time around, courtesy of Toy Fair magazine, yep, that is. and not-, not only that, he comes with a Headmaster figure, which we can only assume in the, mo- in the show it's going to be a human that transform- transforms into a head that fits over the different figures. Now, apparently... This pink head that comes with Bulkhead will actually fit over any other leader class figure. And will change the voice and lights on the figure. And there's a video of this by uh, the AllSpark folks as well, and it's absolutely hysterical. The guy from Hasbro puts the little head over Bulkhead, and then pushes the button to make him talk. And you have this little shrill voice going, Onage! Total Onage! You just gave you just traumatized me back to my Halo Three online days. Thanks for that. Oh God, from the uh, I just was just sorry. meant from all the kids playing. But anyway, uh, first of all, on the leader bulkhead, I really like the look of him. The detail looks fantastic. I just really yep. like the leader figures in general. I like the sizing on them. Uh, Megatron from the movie wasn't great, obviously, but the Prime and <laughs> Brawl were probably two of the best ones we got of the movie line, and it looks yeah, like the Brawl. quality is really sort of continuing on that. Yeah. Uh, now, Bulkhead is a different, is slightly different in form. He's the same police vehicle thing, but he's got missiles on the back. Well, actually, it looks like torpedoes on the back side and a little gun canopy on the top of the robot or vehicle mode and in robot mode he's got those can those torpedo things from the sides of the vehicle and his right hand is actually a buzzsaw yeah instead of the sort of ball thingy 
Yeah, and which makes me wonder. I wonder if when the headmaster shows up, if he actually takes over Bulkhead for a period of time and upgrades him. I was actually thinking of that. Yeah, there's probably something in the plot of one of the shows about this to make the toy match up completely. Yeah. Now, moving on to the leader class Megatron figure, which is the Earth VTOL jet. And these actually, these two figures and the Rollout Prime were, in fact, the figures we saw from the CNN interview from a few weeks back. I'm just saying. Yeah, and the Megatron figures, oh, I think I'm in love with those. Uh, those will be, I, I'll be picking those up with the Soundwave, or like Soundwave yeah, the day I'm, I see them. I am totally digging the Megatron Earth mode. Yeah, it's, I really it's like the better it. of the two as well. Yeah, it's so good looking in both modes. My only complaint is I wish they were able to do something with the wings, because that's just kibble in robot mode. But looking at it, I have a strange feeling that you're going to be able to push a button or he's going to have a a gimmick where the rotors can spin. And if that's the case, fine. Just leave it the way it is. Yeah, if not, then yes, it is just extra kibble. But I don't know. That's just a minor point to me. I really like this figure. Yeah, it is minor. I really think it might be, to me, one of the best Megatron figures. To me, My favorite probably is the Reveltech. Megatron at this point, but I think this could replace it as the best Megatron figure I've got in the collection. It's going to be a very simple transformation, but hey, you know, it looks awesome. It looks fantastic. I want to get one of those little stands that you see a lot of Japanese toy collectors have, where you can actually pose it in the air and just put it up in the air somewhere. I mean, I really am digging this figure. You'll have to post pictures. (laughs) And plus, his his uh, VTOL propellers can form swords, which is just awesome. All right. Now, all right. Yeah. Next up, uh, we get away from the uh, get away from the figure news. At least. No, we still have one little bit of figure news for the animated ah. things. <laughs> the activators. Ah, uh, yes. These are the push button transformers shown at shown at Toy Fair. Were Starscream, Lockdown, Bumblebee, Prime, Bulkhead, and Ratchet. They don't look so bad. I thought they were going to be horrible. Not not so bad. I just think that with all of the other things we're getting uh, around this time, though, they might get lost in the shuffle. Um, I don't think so. I have a real funny feeling these are going to be, like, the KB toys, or they might be put outside on the toy racks. Just These, I think, are going to sell well, because I bet they'll be $5 each. And you'll have a transformation, and it'll just be something that kids can do really quickly and just fiddle with really quickly. Well, I do think it's going to depend on the price, though, and I don't have the same yeah. faith that you do that they're going to be a $5 price point. We'll see. Maybe six, maybe $6. But all i got to say is, man, even in, this, even in this smaller form, the robot modes and vehicle modes look great, and Lockdown just looks like such a badass. Both forms, any of the forms we've seen of him so far are looking good. Just incredibly badass. The worst one out of these figures is by far Ratchet. He doesn't look good in either form. (laughs) I would have to agree. All right. Now, uh, the one last thing from Toy Fair that I'm going to mention is we get another big rig blaster. This time it's... um, Ratchet. This time it's Optimus. No, it's big... It's Battle Rig Blaster. I'm sorry, Battle Uh, Rig. Yes. 
you've got his full fire uh, engine form, and then you put, shove your hand up its up its tailpipe, and then rip its face off, and then you get the blaster form. It's pretty much the same exact thing as we got as the G1 battle battle big rig blaster battle thingy. We saw a corner too of a ratchet uh, blaster in one of these pictures as well, but I think that goes we with did? the yeah. I think that might be part of the movie line, however. Oh yes, that that's um that's the ratchet blaster for the movie. Yes, you're right. I was just explaining where I got confused, so Yep, you're right. Uh we also get a ratchet full color pick and I gotta say I'm totally digging ratchet. Good amount of detail on it too with the yes. uh, snapped off antenna and yeah, he's, uh-huh. he's clearly got a, a space for the EMP gun. In fact, one of the uh, one of the pictures is taken specifically of that area. Yep. Yep. Which is awesome. Yay, continuality. Alright, uh, we're done with Toy Fair for now. Oh, no, no we're not. I forgot one thing. Damn it. The Marvel Toys. Yeah, yeah and, we're uh, done with Toy Fair for now. <laughs> Just throwing this out there, all of the Transformers coming later in the future that are from other lines are now being dubbed Transformers Crossovers. So we're no longer having Star Wars Transformers. It's Transformers crossovers Star Wars or Transformers crossovers Marvel. I think they should have called the Marvel ones Transformers Shellformers, not crossovers. Yeah, I do. The two pictures that were shown were of Hulk, who's a tank, and Iron Man, who's a jet. I actually like the two of them. I don't think they're going to be very good quality because I have a few from the past, and oh man, they're <laughs> shitty quality. Wow. But uh, I like the Hulk tank. It's a very simple transformation, but it looks like it's going to work. And the Iron Man jet is like Iron Man, Seeker. I'm just waiting for the obligatory Galactus, Unicron, and uh, Wolverine figure at some point. Oh, God. I don't know. I'm just not excited by these. I'm a big comics guy, but... We'll probably get, again, a Captain... Well, no, Captain America's dead, so probably not him. Definitely Spider-Man at some point. Um, Definitely Wolverine. Um, Who else is popular right now? The the Punisher would be one that might get one as well, since he's got three different comic series again. Well, who's got a major motion picture coming? Iron Man, Spider-Man... Wolverine and the Punisher. Hulk, so those are Wolverine. Yeah, okay, your so, four. Yeah those, ju- yeah, those are our four. Okay, moving on. Finally! Hooray! Take it. Oh, hooray! Also, again, we got some Transformers 2 news, finally. Uh, we've got... The strike has finally been finished. Yes, they've Thank come to God. a deal. We can watch television again. Hurrah! And it's not reality TV. Woo! Um, there was an interview with Michael Bay in which he claimed he had written Transformers 2, a uh, collective shudder from the fandom. And he also stated that there would not be Dinobots in this one. And we've got a couple of interviews with Shia talking about the film, and he's definitely excited about it, although right now he's filming Indiana Jones, so I would I be pretty excited about over. that, too. <laughs> I thought they were uh, done filming. They may have. It would be recent if they are f- finally finished. Movie that's been Yay. eight years in the in the making. But anyway, first off, Michael Bay writing Transformers 2 frightens me. It's going to be awesome! Click! Boom! It's uh, 
it's going to look exactly like the Verizon Fios commercial. That was amusing, at least. Yeah, that was hysterical. I'll give, I'll give him credit for making fun of himself. I have a feeling that when he says he's written it, I think he's just sort of put some of the scenes together that he wants to work into the movie, and that's all. I really doubt he would have written an entire script. This was the same guy whose original treatment or original version of the first movie was War of the Worlds with the Transformers, and they had no dialogue. If anyone's really mm-hmm. bored looking for some amusement... Go online, find the original script to Transformers, and that's what you will find. And it is scary. But, (laughs) yeah, as for not having the Dinobots, that, I don't know, it doesn't bother me. I wouldn't have minded seeing them. I know people want to say, well, how would they be in disguise or something like that, but realism wasn't really, is never a Transformers strong point either, so... I would I wouldn't be surprised if the Dinobots show up at the third movie. I'm kind of glad they're not in the second movie. I'm I'm actually kind of glad. Yeah, this doesn't bother me a lot. I still think we'll see them. I think they're too popular characters to not use. And I also think as well it wouldn't shock me if they show up in this one. Bay has already said a few times that they're going to feed misinformation. I don't know that Bay even knows who the Dinobots are. So We'll see. You know, we've got another, what, year before the thing is even even thought to be in theaters? Yeah. So... It looks like everything's but, on schedule for that, too. Yeah, but they did say that the folks at Paramount and the folks at ILM and the folks at Hasbro are just going gangbusters on the robots right now. So that's awesome. Yeah, and I should mention, too, while I don't necessarily want to see... Bay write a movie because script writing is difficult and I don't just from what I've seen of him and seen of his films he's not somebody I'd want to be my script writer I do actually like the fact he'll be directing this movie I don't want everybody to think I hate Michael Bay and I loved the first movie so yeah we'll see it's nice to have some news about it but we don't really have anything concrete yeah I want I will get excited when I see a robot form I just hope the robot forms are tweaked a little bit to be not so complicated. Yeah, we'll see if he goes with the the less is more. Yeah, because the toys themselves... We had, what, two absolutely fantastic figures. Leader Prime and Deluxe Bumblebee. Most of the others were kind of forgettable. I would include... Yeah, everybody already knows by now I loved the uh, Leader Brawl. But yeah, a lot of the others were pretty generic... I really thought Blackout could have been a much better figure than we ended up with. Yeah, the Blackout figure was a big disappointment. I don't think the design of him particularly was the problem, just the implementation of a lot of it. Yeah. All right, uh, we're done. I think we're done with that one. Let's move on to the next story. Transformers wins four VESS Awards. Outstanding visual effects and visual effects-driven films, single visual effects of the year for for its desert highway sequence... Models and miniatures and composing. Um, what's the VESS Awards? Visual effect something. <laughs> hey, that works. Okay. Man, I'm good. So it won a ton of visual effects awards. Awesome. Way to go, guys. Yeah, it really deserved it. Uh, the visual effects and yeah. the soundtrack, to me, really stuck out as the strongest points of the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Moving on to the next story? Yep. Not a whole lot to say about that one. So nope. next we see the SD, uh, SDCC exclusive classic Nemesis Prime. And yeah, these pictures have been floating around for a couple of days now. And unsurprisingly, we get another repaint of Optimus Prime. Classics. It's the classic figure. Well, yes. Um, well, the pictures that are floating around are just negatives of the Hasbro official pictures. I find that very amusing. But it's like, I don't care. We're getting this. We're getting another repaint. This is like his fourth repaint. Yeah, we... There's so much new stuff coming out, and especially this week, we've seen so many pictures of new molds, new figures. A lot of them are fantastic. And then, you know, you're dumping another repaint on us. Fantastic. Yeah, and you look at it. In Toy Fair alone... We had a basic or a scout version of Prime. That was the Activator. We had two deluxe versions, a Voyager version, and a Super Supreme version. That was just in animated. We have four different versions of Prime in animated alone. I understand that you know he's the leader. He's the most iconic Transformer. You say Transformers to somebody, everybody knows who Optimus Prime is. Doesn't really matter the age or anything. Uh, but yeah, any time they want to stop repainting him, I mean, at the very least, we get two repaints of every one, and that's you know Magnus and Nemesis Prime, and they can stop it at any point, especially for a high price point or what is likely yeah. to be. And if I wanted it this bad, I'd paint it my own fucking self. Also true. Alright, enough of that. Moving on to uh, BotCon. Several uh, BotCon figures have been revealed. So we've got... We haven't seen a picture of it, but it's pretty much been discovered that uh, Armada Crosswise is Jazz. We've also got Bumblebee... Or, I'm sorry, Goldbug is the repaint uh, and head remold of Energon um, Hotshot, his first form, which, it's not looking too bad. The head being as blue as it is kind of threw me off. It's a little garish, and it really sort of juts out. And then we've got the f- we've seen the full version of what I'm calling Barney Prime, <laughs> which is the evil Optimus Prime. And he's got a, a quote on the side of his, I guess, wind... Shields... Spoiler thing. It says, instead of till all are one, it says till all are gone. That's pretty cool. But it's Barney in truck form. I mean, it's the purple body and his headlights are neon green. And his back back part is blackish blue, which is the color of Barney's feet. So I can tell you're a fan and going to be picking this one up. It's fucking Barney. They've made Barney and crossed him with Optimus Prime and turned him hideously evil. I don't mind the colors. I just can't get excited about, you know, yay, another Optimus Prime repaint. It's like, oh, God, make it stop. Out of these that we've seen so far, anyway, I I do like the gold bug. I'm not a huge fan of, yeah, the blue on the, the head, but it, so far, is the one I like. Yeah, I do like the gold bug. I don't care for, like I said, I don't care for the head. But the colors are fine. I mean, he looks like a yellow jacket, honestly. Or hornet, but 
the blue on the head is a little bit garish. Yeah. But it looks more evil than the other head, so... Would you, so it's not bad. Would you say he looks more evil than Purple Prime, then? I don't know. That's really hard to to judge. <laughs> they both look kind of evil. Barney Prime looks pretty evil. Yeah, they're not... I don't know. They're not bad uh, figures overall, though. Uh, I don't know that I would pick them up for an awful lot of cash, but... We'll see. I would not. I would not drop a ton of cash just for these figures. No, that's not going to. Well, happen. not when there's going to be so much more. You could drop a ton of cash on at Botcon. Yeah, yeah. Con- and considering I'm going to be purchasing some uh, Japanese figures here soon for a ton of cash, uh, no. Anyway, uh, moving on. We're done with the news segment of this of the show today. Yeah, that was uh, that was long. Yeah. Uh, we're now running into the almost 50-minute mark, so we'll make the rest of this pretty quick. Uh, we're moving on to listener questions, and listener questions number one comes from Jeff Ribolt Ribolet. I guess that's French. I don't know. He's new, and this is he's ref- new, and sorry yeah. if we mispronounce your name. <laughs> yeah, sorry, dude. I'm really sorry for mispronouncing your name. Um, please let us know how it's pronounced. Uh, this is in reference to Bumblebee. Do you guys worry that the Sonic the Hedgehog attitude that animated and, to a lesser extent, the movie had impair- imparted on him are going to replace the character we originally loved? Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I think the character we originally loved has already been replaced. Yes and no. Next question. Oh, sorry. I sh- guess I should elaborate. <laughs> We're not that hard up for yes, time please. yet. Yes, oh, Okay. Yes and no. Uh, the movie character didn't to me, seem that much different from Generation 1 Bumblebee. Obviously, we don't know since he couldn't talk. But, yeah, the animated, he's sort of... he's cl- Obviously, he's sort of the one there that's for the kids. And as older fans, that's obviously going to annoy some of us. I've learned to just sort of accept that he's the new wheelie, or he's the wheelie of that series. Well, no, no. I look at it this way. I look at it as the fact that we don't have so much wheelie. It's more of a Ren and Stimpy type of thing. We have Bumblebee as Ren, and uh, Bulkhead is... St- or, I'm sorry. Bumblebee is Stimpy, and and Bulkhead is Ren. No, wait. Fuck. Which one was the cat, and which one was the dog? I don't remember. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy. Ren was the dog, so that's Bumblebee, and Stimpy is the cat, you, so that's You realize Bulkhead. there's at least a third of our listener base that has no idea what you're talking about either, just like Ren He-Man last, was a, year, last week. Um, the guy who created Spongebob Squarepants created a television show called Ren and Stimpy for Nickelodeon way back in the late 80s, early 90s. It was most of a toilet humor show involving a, a overexcitable dog, chihuahua, and a really stupid cat. Google it! Well, this was better than the Mecha Godzilla history from last week. Yes, this is true. Anyway, um, I think they've kind of been replaced. You don't think so, right? It's not bothering me at this point. Uh, and let's face it, Hasbro with the figures has already always been pretty loose with the names. Yeah. So I've just sort of learned to accept it that sometimes your characters are going to change. Although that being said, if we start getting, you know, a Nightbeat that works the same way, or Thunderwing, or somebody I liked, I'm probably going to be unhappy. <laughs> so it's all about what you want, jeez. Isn't everything all about <laughs> what I want? 
<laughs> Moving on to number two comes from Nate Milbank. It's, you want to read it? What are some of your favorite Transformers toy commercials? Um, I hate to say it, Nate, but I don't remember <laughs> any of the commercials. <laughs> Meanwhile, I remember some of them too well. I liked... Uh, I'm a child of the 80s, so obviously I'm going to go with those. Although now I like them for different reasons, because of course now you see the kids, and they look almost demonic when they do the robots yeah. in disguise and their eyes turn yeah. red, and the cheese value on them is absolutely hysterical. The new stuff doesn't quite have that. The new stuff is more... Well, you never see any of the kids. It's always just their hands yeah. holding the figures or transforming them. So I miss the cheesiness, so I'm going to go with the 80s commercials. Actually, thinking about it, I have to go with with the Japanese commercials, because you have them, they do the slow-mo transform, the figures auto-transform, and then they're flying around, and there are very rarely any humans involved anyway. Well, so it's and the tr- the commercials there for Transformers are actually kind of epic because you have explosions. And... Well, the Diaclone ones were amusing because, of course, they didn't have any oh. factions or anything created at yeah. that point. So you'd get Optimus and Megatron could be fighting on the same side or something on one commercial. So, and then you hear Diaclone, <laughs> and you always have like these people wearing the most hideous jumpsuits running to the vehicles to jump in them, because the Diaclone stuff was all piloted by people. Yeah, that's why the Dinobots, for example, and some of the others still have the little seats for them, for anyone who didn't know that. Yeah, if anyone wants to see any of these, there's a bunch of them on the Transformers the movie, the animated discs, and obviously everybody's favorite place for this kind of stuff, YouTube, you can find it, so... That's hysterical. Okay, moving on to the last one comes from Sidewinder. Since Jesse is currently in the 25th anniversary GI Joe, into the 25th anniversary GI Joe figures, I'm curious what you guys think about GI Joe vehicles that could transform into Transformers. That would be awesome if done well. We've been traumatized yes. a couple of times. We've yes. we've had now two different Megatron figures that have transformed into GI Joe. Sort of versions of the Hiss tanks, and I mean the Two? the the quality on them was terrible. Well, I'm considering the classics Megatron and the two pack close enough to one of the GI Joe tanks, closer to one of those than anything real world. And then that was nowhere near a Hiss tank, though. Yeah, it wasn't near a Hiss tank, but it was closer to some of the other Joe vehicles. That's true, and. And then there was the crossover where of a purple and green Megatron, which that was a really good figure. It was good. That's a little on the older side, of course, but <laughs> I would love to see a Hiss tank. I'd love to see a uh, a night. What is it? A Night Viper? Yeah. Is that the jet? Yes, I believe so. Night Viper. Some of the uh, GI Joe stuff. Maybe the the shuttle from GI Joe. The oh. It was a it was a it was a plane, it was a space shuttle, it was a submarine. I can't remember the name of it. Is this a good time to mention I'm not a big G.I. Joe fan? I don't know why. I never latched onto it as a kid. I always got a headache when Neither did I. I always got Neither a headache because they couldn't shoot each other at all and it was the middle of a war. <laughs> well, no, it just they never no one could aim. That was the well, thing. Stormtrooper syndrome. Yeah. And then and then their movie syndrome. was a horrible sort of Almost a parody of Transformers the movie. 
Yeah, yeah, it was. But it was still not that bad. The uh, the live-action G.I. Joe movie, I don't know that's going to do too well. That could be interesting. Dennis Quaid is General Flag. Yep. Yeah, I've seen the pictures. That's like, oh my god. It's funny because that's the movie I'd almost expect Michael Bay to be directing, not the Transformer series. Yeah. Alright, I'm trying to find some G.I. Joe toys. Not Sigma-6. I want the original... original vehicles. No, Hasbro's website is failing me. Well, we're closing in on that, uh, on the mystical hour mark. (laughs) So I will get my quick rambling in before running away. Go ramble! Ramble away! Alright, various notes. First of all, uh, Bot Marley and MTTKN14... Thanks to both of you, Bot drew a fantastic picture, which I'll be using for oh, is in that some the capacity. is that the black and white one? Yes, and then it was colored by MTTKN. Oh, it was. I didn't see that. Well, some of us pay attention to our own boards here at TFWire, so <laughs> sharing is caring. No, no respect. <laughs> I swear. God, I'm even hosting now, and I don't get any respect. Jesus Christ. And oh. Uh, I think I had something else. but Oh, one last thing for Jeff, uh, who we can't pronounce okay. the last name of, Ribole. Re, uh, he had another listener question, and I'm going to do this really quickly, where he asked you for some reason, but only sort of me, about the IDW comics. How do you prefer reading them in comic format or waiting for the trades? Generally, I prefer to read my comics in trade paperback. It's easier. You don't have to worry about damaging them. It's quick to... Nice quick read. The Transformers one from IDW really need a timeline, though, if they're going to do that. Because we've got certain series are running at the same time, like such as Stormbringer and Infiltration and Devastation. And they do not have that. So at least for IDW, I actually end up preferring to read the individual Uh, issues. That being said, I I still have the trades, and I go back and read those. Just going to leave it at that. Later on, when they're finally released, but... There you go. Yes. Unfortunately, uh, I'm reading, like, a lot of DC stuff that's coming out now. Well, that's the other with, reason uh, to read them. Crisis, uh, Crisis, whatever it's be. Countdown, yeah, whatever. But uh, I'm reading that, and I'm reading a bunch of other DC stuff. Uh, the Greenland... Greenland... You mean Countdown? Uh, they've finally gotten to the point now with Countdown where it's like, okay, shit how is fi- hitting the fan. How was 52 so good and Countdown so all over the map? Well, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? It's improving, but it still seems to be, I don't know, for me the quality is up and down. Yeah. Yeah, v- vacation. Woo! We'll be, we'll, we're going on a week's worth of vacation. We'll be back next week. <laughs> That's also true. So do we. Let's go on vacation. Ooh, Ooh, I've been playing Devil May Cry 4. Been enjoying that. Yes, we probably should. So, at the one hour mark, this is Spada saying, have a good week, guys, and we'll catch you later. This is Ryan saying, I'm Oot. No! I'm not your enemy! I'm not-